Hey, John Lee Dumas here, the founder and host of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Sonia Paz and the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. Professional artist and entrepreneur Sonia Paz will give you that kickstart that you need to rock your art business. She's built her brand solely on her name and popular artwork for the last 20 years. Learn more at rockstarmentor.com and prepare to ignite. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey there, everyone. We are on episode seven today. First of all, I want to just let you know that we do have a sponsor. Yay! We have a new sponsor, actually our first sponsor. And the Rockstar Mentor Podcast is sponsored by The Brush Guys, who are independently owned and operated out of Southern California. The Brush Guys offer premium quality paintbrushes for all mediums, whether you are working in watercolor, oil, acrylic, or need specialty art supplies, the Brush Guys are your resource for all things brushes. They are also home of the $2 brush. And I'm going to tell you that I use these brushes for my Vino paint events, and those brushes get a lot of abuse. They are super great quality, and they also provide excellent customer service. So you can also receive a 5% discount on your online order. So simply type in the coupon code ROCKSTAR, and you will receive 5% off your order no minimums required. So today's episode is episode seven, and this is the Eliminate the Gears of Fear. And one of the things that I made my goal for 2016 was that I was going to let go of all the things that have been holding me back as an artist or somebody who teaches others how to market their art business moving forward. Since launching this podcast, I have not only gone to prove to myself what obstacles I can overcome, but I have proven to myself, and not only can I do it, but I'm having a really good time once I have accomplished hopping over that 10-foot fence that I didn't think I could ever, ever get over. Now, I will tell you, I'm a pretty petite person, and I stand about five foot tall, maybe 105 pounds or so, and so many times in my life, I have gotten well underestimated. I've gotten underestimated simply based on my size. For me, that was something that was hard. And I was always automatically discounted because of my stature. But in my brain, my brain felt like I was 10 feet tall. So I never really felt that these obstacles were within me, even though they were. Well, here, let me give you a quick example. So when I was younger and in elementary school, I wanted to try out for softball. I love softball. All my friends were playing softball. It was fun. It was something to do after school. And obviously enough, I was always the last one picked for the team. Yep, you got it. It was me. So everyone thought, oh boy, here we go. It's Sonia. It was my turn up to bat. They were preparing themselves for me to hit the ball only 10 feet. However, don't underestimate the short, curly-haired kid in the back of the class. That's all I'm going to say is not only did I hit the ball, it ended up going into the outfield and 
I was pretty darn quick as a runner also and in my shortness back then. Well, I'm still short, but it was pretty amazing to hear my team cheering me on and having the other team scrambling to go get the ball because they didn't know what was coming. Those are the things that made me tenacious and determined at the get-go from a really early age. This is the same mentality that I had when I started my art business. I painted for myself and I really needed to prove to myself that when I was creating that it made me happy and it brought me joy. I hadn't really thought much about selling my art at the very beginning because the projects that I was working on was something that I was doing for myself, that I needed to do for me. And I was the only one that really mattered as far as proving anything to anyone. So pretty much everything in my life has been a goal and a passion and overcoming obstacles. Now, I know I had mentioned I'm not the tallest or the strongest by way of physical stature. So trying to climb a 10-foot wall might appear hard. And as much as I would try and I would practice, there were still challenges. But I was determined to find a way that I could achieve these obstacles by using common sense and using the areas of strength that were already available to me. Believing in myself and mentally preparing myself to overcome fears and obstacles was a huge, huge game changer. Now, I know a lot of artists find so many obstacles off the bat automatically, and that's a pretty much a given. And they or we are worried that the work that we're doing is not going to be good enough. A lot of folks are worried that people will say terrible things about their work. And they also worried and are concerned a bit about not being taken seriously as an artist. Of course, when you're creating something, you've put your heart and soul into it. And there is an obstacle of letting go of something that you've created and that you're passionate about, that your heart and soul, blood, sweat, and tears are into And now you're considering parting with the piece because you want to make a career out of your art business. And it's working on these fears that will truly empower you. Another example is when I started doing these podcasts, I knew that it was going to be audio and I knew that I would have to listen to my voice over and over and that my voice was going to be out there for everyone to listen to. And as much as I have done public speaking, That never really bothered me because I didn't have to keep listening to myself over and over and over. Needless to say, when it comes to video, I can truly say I am not a fan of watching myself. I don't like the fact that I do funny faces and I roll my eyes a lot. I don't like the fact that I get truly animated and I start looking as though I belong inside of a cartoon because when I get a little nervous, I tend to rattle on a little bit and my nervousness sort of shows out in my face. So there you have it. I've overcome another obstacle. I have admitted that all to you. And I have been interviewed and have been videotaped a lot. And I don't even like to watch more than halfway through some of these interviews because for me, (laughs) I get horribly paralyzed with fear and then I get paralyzed with fear watching it. So For me personally, I gave myself a challenge. I reflected upon myself at the end of 2015 of what I can do differently in 2016 that will truly take me out of my comfort zone. This was a big deal. This was a huge deal. Had a lot of different changes last year. And I think this one here was going to be um, something that I really needed for me, not only personally, but in my art career. And there was a couple of things to this. Number one, Actually doing this podcast and being recorded on audio versus being videotaped and having to be documented this way was 
it was hard for me. It was the technology part of it in the editing part of it and listening to myself. It was not my content. Now, I will tell you right off the bat, I know my stuff. I know this business and I'm pretty fearless at it. And I'm pretty gutsy and tenacious. So if you give me a project to do artistically in my style, with my tools, in my environment and my surroundings, I'll totally rock it out of the park. And if you tell me I can't do something, (laughs) you best be aware because I will not only prove to you that I can do it, I will figure out how to do it and do it really well. And then I get the glory of showing you how I've completed it. So I know sounds a little out there, but that's just the way it is. So let me just give you an example. When I left Adobe Systems in 2002, I was painting part-time and my team, I was working on the internet within IS and I was a web technologist. My group got disbanded and I had some choices that I needed to make. So I was doing art part-time while working in full-time corporate. So I did my job in corporate and then I ramped up and did shows like open studio shows or local cafe exhibits, or I was preparing work to be sold on eBay at the time. So I had to reflect and look at my part-time art business and how well that was doing. And I took a look at the numbers and I looked at my schedule and I thought, if I can do this full-time and be comfortable financially and be happy doing it, then I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to try this out and do this. So when I was packing up my office, there was a woman who stopped by and she worked in one of the groups in the other buildings and she had heard about our group being disbanded. And she said to me, oh, I'm so bummed out to hear this. What are you going to do? And my response to her was, hey, I'm going to go and make my art business a reality. That's what I have my heart set on. I'm going to give it a whirl. She looked at me with this, and I hate to use this word pathetic, but she looked at me with this pathetic, sad look on her face. And she said, well, that's a nice dream, dear, but that's not a reality. I was floored. I was mortified. I thought, I actually remember sort of gasping and being taken back at her comment and the disbelief that someone who really, who knew me, but really didn't know me and my tenacity and didn't know my strengths and my determination, telling me that this choice that I'm making for myself, for myself and for my family was basically a bunch of crap. I mean, sorry, but that's, that's what it is, is one person telling me that's a nice dream, but it's not a reality. Well, I will admit that when she said this, And the more I thought about it, it really ticked me off and it really made me annoyed. I'm not going to say it made me angry, but I was truly annoyed. It was just another hand of cards that were dealt to me by someone who almost challenged me in some sort of way, although she didn't understand really who I am and and how driven I am and, and how tenacious I can be. She didn't realize that she had just planted a seed that was going to change things for me moving forward. Now, I did run into her at a show about, oh, three years later. She was still working in corporate and she was still doing her job and that was great. And she came to my booth and she said, oh, hey, how are you? What are you doing now? And I kind of put my hands up and I kind of welcomed her into the booth and I said, well, this is it. 
And she said, oh, I didn't really think you were going to take that seriously. And I said, well, I've been doing it for three years. So this is what I do full time. And I really want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Based on the look on her face, I don't want to say that she was skeptical, but that was sort of the look she had. And I welcomed her and I had explained to her how things were going and that we were creating products and the work and my work and overcoming a lot of fear and obstacles. It was a game changer for me and it was working for me. So if you tell me I can't do something, I will show you the 50,000 reasons why not only am I doing it, but I will succeed at it. It was scary at that time. Of course it was scary. And was I excited? Extremely excited. I had learned enough in all of my years of being in business and in corporate and in my sales career at Mitsubishi and knowing how to work with others in groups and all of the facets. There were all the pieces there. All I was just needing to connect the dots to make my art business my own. When I started doing art marketing workshops, a lot of the artists would ask me, how do you get so confident in selling your work? And my standard answer to that question was always, go sell cars for a year and then you can do anything. Well, of course, I know not every artist is going to go out there and sell cars. That was just my way of saying to get a little bit of selling techniques and face-to-face communication and one-on-one strategy with your client, and then you can build a relationship and maintain that. And then it's pretty much smooth sailing from there. And it does. It, It takes practice. It takes a lot of practice. And That was one thing that I was able to incorporate into my art marketing workshops is showing people how to sell, give them the confidence on how to interact and overcome the fear of talking with the customer or overcoming the fear of explaining who they were as an artist. Now, in asking a lot of artists what is their main obstacle that is holding them back, believe it or not, this one was really a surprise. Believe it or not, their concern was or their obstacle was now that there's the Internet and all of these channels to sell your art and all these, you know, social media things that they fear that there's too much competition out there. And they worry that their work will be kind of drowned in the sea of art or it won't be seen. And that one of the other concerns was that other people will steal their ideas and their artwork. Now. I find individual artists' work almost like a thumbprint. It's their own work. And if they have a true voice, then you will be able to identify their work at a glance. I mean, I know an artist's work just at a glance, and I will know who it is. And on the same note, if I know that artists work well enough, I will notice, I can see where somebody has tried to incorporate that look and feel and that it's not working for them because it's just, it's not. So you might encounter someone who was flattered and find your artwork inspiring and they'll want to flatter you by creating something similar to what you do. And maybe themselves, they're hindered with imagination and they don't have the gumption or the imagination to build their own voice yet. And that could be perhaps what their obstacle is. But I don't, want want to focus on that right now because I know that that's going to be we're going to have some interviews with other artists we're going to talk about that subject and it's going to be a really great topic because it's going to be a fun interview and everyone has fears this is where working through that fear process one step at a time is really important so I recently launched a video last week where I found myself asking for the sale on video and I'm going to say sales just as a generic term here 
I was asking people in my network and in my community to go onto iTunes and give me a great rating if they enjoyed my podcast. iTunes gathers up activity from the new podcasts that are being launched on iTunes and they'll place you in an elite section called New and Noteworthy. This was another goal within the whole podcast launch that I wanted to work on and achieve since launching the podcast. And now it was time for me to go ahead and ask everyone to take time and listen to it. Go on to iTunes, listen to the podcast. If it's something that you really like, give me a review. And as much as I was horribly, <laughs> I want to say horribly uncomfortable in front of the lens and had to ask my listeners to take a few minutes, not only listeners, but family, friends. And I didn't even think about it at the time because I put it up on Facebook and there were friends of mine who were sharing it with their networks. So I hadn't taken that into consideration. But as much as it was uncomfortable to be out there, I had to ask everyone to just, you know, do this thing, take a few minutes to listen to it out of their busy day, be kind enough to give me a five-star review and write a little nice something on iTunes. So I overcame that obstacle and I'm also showing and proving to people in my network and to you folks that with true video evidence that I am overcoming an obstacle that I was really uncomfortable with. And I will admit it, after I was finished and I did a little editing on cutting out some of the blooper reel maybe, surprisingly enough, I really felt great. Now, that goes without saying, I may not have liked everything that I saw on myself doing in the video. Now, my hands are waving around and the camera is jittering a little. I make some funny faces. I roll my eyes. And I do tend to get quite animated when I get nervous. But I guess it all just boils down to, that's me. I'm not going to try to be something I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to be so serious that I'm not myself because people who know me know that that video is true to me and it was it it is what it is. So <laughs> that's who I am and that's what my personality and my energy levels sort of project. So what I really needed to focus on was my message to everyone and I needed to just discount and dismiss the little quirky things that I do. And much to my surprise, people were receptive. They said really nice things. And those are the people that who know me really well and know that I struggle with being behind the camera said it was it turned out really great, gave me a big thumbs up and congratulated me for getting over the fear of doing this, because this is something that and I hate to use the word paralyze again, but it has been something that has paralyzed me for a lot of years. And I don't know why that is. It just is. So what I want to give to you at the end of this podcast today is permission to take the leap. Step outside your comfort zone. Even if this is something subtle, maybe something like you you bought a whole bunch of art supplies years ago for a new medium that you wanted to explore and you're trying to delve into, but the art supplies have been sitting on your studio workbench for a couple of weeks, maybe six months or perhaps six years. Break them out. Try something new. Explore. Create. Try something different. Give yourself the permission and overcome it. Hey, I get it. I'm an artist too. I'm referring to this episode as the gears of fear. You got to grease the skids a little bit, take a deep breath, and jump into the deep end for just a few minutes. Just remember, there are steps there that can get you out. Nothing is permanent. 
just stepping outside of your comfort zone is huge. And like I said before, baby steps are okay. I don't want to unload too much more on you today. I want you to try this out. And I'm coming up with a Gears for Fear challenge in the next couple of weeks. And I want to be able to help you get through some of the crutches that you are encountering on just taking that little leap. And I'm going to work alongside of you on sort of this thing. So I will overcome some fears myself. Now, you know, by now, if you've listened, that I always like to refer to a cool song. I don't know why that is. I just do. I thought it'd be something fun. And the other day I was listening to the Van Halen song, Jump in My Studio getting out of my chair, cleaning up the studio, dance a little bit. And the words in the song are, get up, nothing gets you down. You've got to be tough and be the tough one around. I know that's not the exact words, but that's sort of what the message is. And I think that helps get people. Music really helps get me into a better mindset. And it also helps me sort of focus on things and take my mind off of the little nagging things that are bothering me. So I want to thank you again all so much for tuning in and listening. Make this a priority today and do something for yourself. Take time, reflect on things, be kind to yourself and create. Again, I am your host, Sonia Paz, your host with Rockstar Mentor. And our podcast does air weekly. And we do have a fan mail Friday, every Friday. That is sort of our mini segment to get your weekend started. and. As mentioned before, I'd love for you to subscribe and give us a good review. These reviews not only help us build great audiences, but we get more visibility on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, and of course on iTunes. And the more questions you ask us will allow us to help not only yourself, but artists like yourself by spreading the word about us. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can visit me at soniapaz.com. For more information on Rockstar Mentor and how I can help you market your artwork and help you build your brand, visit me at rockstarmentor.com. You can also go online and be part of our newsletter, and you can be on the front lines to receive VIP emails and specials, and of course, also to be privy to some freebie tools, tips, and techniques that I have prepared just for you. And write to me, ask your questions. I know everyone loves to hear their questions read on the air with your name, so I will be happy to do that. and. You know, last but not least, we have an amazing mastermind group that you can also sign up to be a part of, learn from other artists in the business, ask questions, participate with your expertise as well. If you're an online artist, if you're a professional artist, whatever caliber you are in and you want to participate, all you need to do is go up under the area of cool tools on the website and you'll see mastermind and go ahead and complete the little information and, uh, will include you in the group. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. I am so excited that you're here. The amount of um, love and support and downloads just in the last few days have been really amazing. Just watching the little statistics sort of climb up there is really thrilling. And I think that really helps and enables more topics to be addressed so that we can help you. You all have a wonderful rest of your week. Create something fabulous. I hope you're doing great. With that said, talk to you soon.